0: FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not Your Mother's Podcast. Hello, I'm Sean Lee, and this is Two Wild Orchids, the place you come for sex and fun. If my audio sounds echoey, forgive me, I am in the middle of a giant remodel of our new house, and so everything is kind of upended. But you want to listen in for today's episode. I interview a friend of mine who I think you'll really enjoy. His name is Brad Minus. Brad is part of the PodFest community that you know I'm such an active part of. And Brad had some questions about polyamory, and he wanted to talk about some things he'd heard me say before. So if you're having those same questions, like, what does she mean when she says that, Brad asks that question today. So I want you to take a listen. If you have an open relationship, you're thinking about opening, or you might ever want to possibly think about even talking about opening, this interview is good for you. If you have questions or comments about it, make sure to get into the Two Wild Orchids Facebook group or head over to the website in the membership section, twowildorchids.com. It's free to join and there's lots of great new content in there that you've never seen. But for now, I want you to enjoy my time with Brad, which I found all, I found super enjoyable, and I think you will too, and I can't wait to hear your comments. So here we go.
1: Oh, thank you for having me, and uh, that was an incredible introduction, and I really appreciate it because you that was what I was planning on saying for my intro was that, Oh, Sean, you're one of my favorite people in the world. You know? and, oh, thank you. And we, we get along so well and we, we, mm-hmm. and what's great about our relationship is the fact that we can be totally honest with each other, mm-hmm. whether we agree or not. I right? do you know. And I just love, I just love that. And I love that when I have a relationship like that. So it's very rare. So anyway, yeah. So thank you for having me. And
0: thank I- you. Thank you. Okay. So if, but if you were listening as we started, we got into a fun poly conversation, which is why I wanted to pause you and let's get our intro out of the way. Because you were watching and you did send me a text last night asking if I'd seen the polyamory document. Okay, so, so let's play with that. You know,
1: you have completely intrigued me when it comes to polyamory. Um, never really known anybody in the in the uh, polyamory uh, environment. lifestyle. Yes. And so she brought up to me and she made a lot of different points. Um, and who's on- she? Me? You. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, you, you made a bunch of points. I was like, who are we talking about?
0: I hope so, she's yeah, fun. So You
1: made some great points to me. And one of them was the fact that you were talking about your husband mm-hmm. and maybe he's out with some friends or maybe he's out in the lifestyle and that mm-hmm. you're hoping that he had a great time, that he's having a great time, whatever he's doing, even if that is having sex with somebody else. And I was yes. like, wow, I'm like, that's something that I never would have heard before. You know, it's not something that's in the mainstream, right? So and but it really got me thinking. And then, as our friendship grew and our relationship grew, and we started getting to know each other, you started talking about, well, you're having those feelings of jealousy. It's mm-hmm. not their fault you're having the feelings of jealousy, it's something within you. So, I started turning inside myself, started meditating and that things and real realizing that wow, there's so much more out there, and there's mm-hmm. so many more things I need to discover about myself
0: it's shocking when you get started. I always tell people, you know, personal development is not personally developed. I mean, it's like an everyday process. I you know?
1: absolutely <laughs> you, agree. It's
0: I not a college that. degree. Oh, I'm enlightened. Yeah, you're enlightened in this minute. Talk to me in 10.
1: <laughs> exactly. And then when I feel those feelings start to creep up again, and that's the first thing I think of, I'm like, okay, what is it about you that's making you feel this way?
0: Oh, I love that. I think I taught you that question. What is going on inside of me that's making me feel this way about you? Oh, you did. You did. And
1: it has made so many things easier for me. And I'm, I, I'm a happier person.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to hear this. I can't tell you how happy this makes me. <laughs>
1: because I know that I, yeah, that I need to turn inside myself and go, no. So I don't, I literally, I don't put blame on anybody or anything except for
0: Good. me. Good. That's that's all you got. Because you don't have a choice. Like, what are you going to do? Blame somebody else for how you feel? That's such a powerless position. It, it, and that's,
1: that's exactly right. And I think that there was that one post that I made about, uh, one of your episodes and it was like you had one episode that just entailed all of this of what we're talking about right now and I was just like wow I keep thinking about the environment we're in right now where everybody is offended that's the first thing I thought of I'm like why are people offended they're offended mm-hmm. not because of what the other person said it was because of something that's going on inside of them that's making them offended so what is mm-hmm. that doing for the other person
0: it's giving them power Oh my god. I always tell people, you don't get to live rent free in my head. I love that.
1: That needs to go on. That needs to go on the two wild orchids top. And
0: or to on a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> Not as risque because that so you don't get to yes, you don't get to rent, rent in my head. Nope.
0: Well, because, you know, in my head, right? My head is a really joyful place to live. There's no property taxes, people get to do anything <laughs> they want. I mean, there's no rent in my head, and my house is my house in my head. It's such a happy place, right? Mm-hmm. So why would I let somebody who doesn't have happy put their happy put their unhappy in my house? <laughs> like I just don't get it. It's the same thing with sex. Why would I let somebody I didn't want touch me touch me? Exactly,
1: exactly. I mean, my thing is is not only that. But why are you going to give power to some person that uh, that is saying something offensive? But the worst thing is is that ninety five percent of the things that we say are offensive, or things that we hear we say are offensive. Mm-hmm. They're not intended to be inf- offensive. It's just something so, some vocabulary word that somebody's using and there's no intent there whatsoever. Don't get me wrong. There is the other 5%.
0: Right. No, I get it. It's funny you say that. Cause I have a girlfriend who, um, who, okay. She was, cause she would not care if I told this story on, on the air. So she was totally in love with this guy. Like she said, they had the best sex. They've like, she's, she's like crazy nuts about it. Right. But he got super busy at work. Okay. So he stopped quote unquote paying enough attention to her. All right. So he goes to work one day, she moves her shit out. He comes home. He's like, what happened? And he, and so when she's telling me the story, I'm listening to her and I'm listening to her and I'm like, huh? Cause, cause I feel like I'm a pretty good read of energy and the energy that was over her from him was not, hateful mean energy like she kept saying he's so mean to me and I said you know what help me out here <laughs> let me just let me just see what you're talking about. What are we talking about? So there were these long text messages of her going on and on and on. You never see each other, you never come over. And he would go back with sorry, working, busy, and be done. <laughs> okay. And then she would see that's just what I mean. You ignore me and blah 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 blah, blah. And, I'm, and and he's like, I don't really know what this is all about. I don't know how you want me to answer this. <laughs> so there would go on again. And I looked at that and I said, this guy is not mean. This guy is busy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't really know what you've got going on in your head, but this guy is just busy. Right.
1: So yeah. what was going on in her head that made her feel like
0: exactly. he wasn't
1: just at work doing his job to put food on the table for them?
0: And and the thing is he he's 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 extraordinarily wealthy. So like anything else the bigger you get the bigger the problems you get, right? So he's losing like 300 500 grand a week or some nonsense. And uh, and she's like you're not paying enough attention to me, fucker. So, so she breaks up with him, tries to get me on her team okay? And you know, I'm team self. Right. If you have the problem, it is your problem. And so she's all just sure that I'm going to join her team and just bash him. And I read the text messages. And I'm like, baby, this is you. <laughs> this is you and you with you having a problem. And she really had to sit with that. So what's evolved from that, though, is she's figured out how to find herself a little bit. And now she's not sure she wants to get back with him. And he's like, you work on you first. I said, You're not ready to be with anybody yet. Period. I agree. Ever. I agree. Yeah. But Polly is one of those things that I can say this. Polly is one of those things, and lifestyle as well, is is that you have to really be able to hold your space. You have to be able to hold your space of pleasure. You have to be able to hold your space of displeasure. And and I think that's where people really fall short, is everybody wants what they want when they want it. And they want everyone else to want the same thing. And they just don't. So They just don't. The way that you've
1: described it in the past episodes is very it's very enlightening and it's very positive it's a very positive envi- environment but when i watched the very first episode of this polyamory it's it was uh it was first released in 2012 so it's a little bit mm-hmm. older
0: mm-hmm. Um, they used to call it married and dating
1: married and dating well they, i think that was the first episode they called it married and dating and then i don't know what the second episode was because i didn't get that
0: that's what they, they used to that was what i'm saying is the series used to be called but oh it used to
1: but keep going so I was watching it, and the first one is about some graduate students that mm-hmm. have a triad. Mm-hmm. And one of the graduate students was gone for six months of uh, mm-hmm. some sort of fellowship at UC Berkeley. And mm-hmm. it's all taken care of. This is all taking place in Riverside, California. And she comes home, and they know her triad, the other two, which mm-hmm. she's married to one. Mm-hmm. The other one is the live in I don't know what, it's. she's not the meta her, because they're all together. The, the three right, of them so she's, love she's, each other. So
0: she's, she's the girlfriend and I'm right. tr- her name is escaping me right now, but she's, she actually, just as a spoiler alert, they're not together anymore. And she and the blonde girlfriend, whose name is just escaping me right, right now, right. Um, uh, she actually does speaking in, in LGBTQ circles now. Oh, wow. So anyway, so, I, I'll, and I will post the link in the show notes because she's real fascinating, but keep going. And
1: the brunette, um, so she was gone, but then she had met somebody else. Mm-hmm. Not that she did not tell them that she was dating and had a boyfriend, but all of a sudden there was this
0: they vetoed him
1: there was jealousy going around, yeah, so the blonde yeah. was like, well, I don't like the, I don't like the, that you have to like talk to him all the time. I don't like that you know you want to spend more time with him I'm like, mm-hmm. and even though she was saying, and even the, the husband was saying, "Well, it's new, so obviously mm-hmm. it's going to be new and exciting, um but oh well, let's talk about it. And then she, they, they, they had asked her. They're like, "Hey, can you like separate for a little while and get back in touch with us before you, you know, start bringing this right. person back in?" And that's where that's where it ended. And then there was the, then there was the couple, the quadruple. quadruple?
0: Oh, wait, before we go to them, before we go okay. to them, let's just stay on this triad for a second because I'm so glad you brought all that because it's interesting how I've evolved. That's what I heard in there was my own evolution because when I very first watched that, I was totally team get your butt at home. You've been gone six months. How dare you be like all willy nilly with I was I was totally that team man. So it's interesting as you replayed it I was remembering and I thought wow look how look how far I've come because now I now I look at it very differently right but back then I totally was I was like she's been gone for six months if they want to spend time with her and there's a part of me that really understands that but the other side of it and this is the part I think that in Polly, in my mind this is where the biggest problems happen So what she and what the husband was trying to say is it's NRE, new relationship energy is intoxicating. It just, it's all those chemicals that makes you want to have sex the whole time that makes you want to just touch them. Oh, it's all of this intoxication. And that's what you have to think about it. Like they're just fucking drunk. And, but you love but you love it when it's happening to you. I mean, you love that feeling, right? Right. And the challenge is though, is that when somebody has, and so Jay and I've been through this, we've been together 20 years. So if he's got, and he is the, he is the fastest drunk on NRE than any, I mean, it can take him 10 seconds and he's drunk as a skunk. I'm like, how did this happen? I loved you. I went and got a drink. I came back. What happened here? Um, but, but that NRE can be intoxicating for the people having it, but the people who aren't having it are having a hard time with it. And so the the secret, I think, to successful poly, and, and I'm going to say we've been successful at it, we've sucked at it, it's it's a process, like enlightenment, it depends on the minute, depends how we're doing. But I think the, the process is when you are in NRE, you got to love on the people that have been there the longest more. The NRE is going to be there, like that's just not going anywhere, it's going to run its course, whatever it is. But those people who've been present, your other lovers, those are the people you you should share that in you gotta be able to to disperse it. You can't just shower one person because then everybody gets pissed off in your life. And that's what she was doing is she was showering that one guy. She was spending all her time on the text. You didn't see any shower scenes until somebody made a scene. Right. You didn't see any real sex scenes until somebody made a scene. And so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give the blonde, I wish I can remember her name, props for um for speaking up for herself. But I think it was done in such a controlling way that maybe that's one of the reasons they didn't end up working out as a as a couple
1: so i was just wondering why there was no talk of hey well maybe you should you should invite him up to the house, like sooner than later, so we can all meet him. So we can all bring him in, and we can really find out what you know about all the NRE that's going on, and maybe we can all have NRE together.
0: And and that was I, you know, what I wondered the same thing because that's one of the frustrations that I have as a as a as a poly, and I like to think of myself now. I used to be solely lifestyle, then I was solely poly, now I'm poly lifestyle. Like I'll I'll do random sex acts if I'm in the mood, but I really do like relationships, so I poly lifestyle. But I wondered that because one of the frustrations when you watch, pick a movie, like any movie that has a love triangle in it. Right. I'm just like, really? You guys could, you guys could solve, give yourselves five minutes. Y'all could solve this real fast. If there's a love triangle going on, two girls and a guy, two guys and a girl, this is fixable. (laughs) Like, I don't understand that. I don't understand the logic of let's fight over her and then somebody has to die at the end of the movies so for she could be with the guy you wanted anyway. Okay. I
1: mean Well, for dramatic effect. But you, you, I, you know but what I, I mean? But yeah, no, no, I hear you. And that's that that's what you that's the impact that you've made on me, is that no, now where you. it was before, it was like, oh, that's just normal. Of course she's gonna be jealous that her husband's that that her that her husband's uh you know freaking around on somebody else. But it's it's you know that, that was normal. But now it's like but now it's like well. Why don't they just enter? Why don't you just tell her and and talk about it and see if maybe they all want to
0: play, or even if they don't all want to play, then it. Here's the 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 scary part. I can get I can get that. Like I I tell you what, I I really do understand that feeling of knocking on the door and not being addressed and going into panic trigger mode in your brain. Right, I get it. Um, doesn't mean it's pretty. But it but it means I get it right. And but mine used to manifest very differently. If Jay and I were at a at a at a party and he was playing, he can lose himself in people. Like he can start going down on someone and he'll stay there for an hour. His tongue doesn't get tired, he doesn't wear out. He's so happy. But I would want attention because I would start getting insecure feeling. So I'd walk over and I'd gently touch him and he wouldn't respond. And I'd gently touch him and he wouldn't respond. And I'd touch him some more and he wouldn't respond. Motherfucker. So (laughs) so by the time I dug my nails into him. He's like, ow. I'm like, hey, no, no, buddy. You can't say ow. I've bit you 14 times. He's like, I I and he really, I finally had to accept he didn't feel me. So I I mean, I get that part of it. But I gotta tell you, we've been we were really, we just celebrated our 20th wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. What do you think we did for our 20th? We had a threesome. Oh, awesome. Which which would seem so weird to people, right? Because you're it's our 20th good. wedding. But here's the thing: we went to a swingers resort for our honeymoon we right. just and because we even talked about it we were like we were in bed and we went to us really we went to the ritz we stayed at this great hotel and we talked about hey you know do you want to invite her over i'm like and he's like i'm like you can't i can. we had this whole back and forth thing of of both wanting her to come by and both of us feeling like maybe we shouldn't want her to come by because it was our 20th wedding anniversary and then we looked at each other and said who are we exactly who gives a shit, gives a shit what anyone thinks who are we we are a, we are a couple that likes to play with other people. We have a person who wants to play with us. We want to play with them. Let's make it happen. And we had a great night. So we had a great night.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, that's us. I was like, that's you, that's yeah. you and Jason. You guys are Polly. It's part of your personality. That's what you like to do. So why wouldn't you do yep. that on your twentieth? Why
0: would exactly right? That's what we we just sat there and looked at each other and went because you know we had that moment of 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 couple that we were like. This is us, and so it was a united front of us get ready, clean up, make sure everything's shaved, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So that interview went on and on with Brad, and we have. I'm going to actually release the rest of that interview in another show because we kind of changed topics and we talked about exploration, and that is something that I've covered before in shows. Whether or not you're you're straight or you're you identify as gay or you're bisexual, that explorative process, and it, and so I'm going to put that out in a different show. But I'm curious what you think about the fact that I celebrated my 20th wedding anniversary with a threesome. You know, we really struggled with whether or not we were doing that quote unquote right thing, and I just sat there and went, hold on a minute, like, really, let's think about this. It's us, and it's our marriage, and who cares what anyone else thinks about it? And so I want to give you permission that if you've got a designer relationship that you just keep designing it that for that that works for you. If your parents don't like it, if your kids don't like it, if your siblings don't like it, if your best friend doesn't like it, they don't have to live it. They don't have to walk in your shoes. Nobody had to show up for my 20th wedding anniversary, but me and him and the girl we invited over. So at the end of the day, do your relationship, do your sex life, do your kinky play, do your whatever the way you want it, and don't let anybody else dictate how you should live your life. Our mission around here is to unshame sex and redefine, find appropriate conversations. And I think that by most people's, you know, quote unquote standards, inviting a third into your 20th wedding anniversary is the quote unquote wrong thing to do. But for us, it felt so right. So I'm going to encourage you to keep doing the next right thing for you. Your right might not be somebody else's, but who cares? It's your right. All right, as we get out of here today, forgive again if the audio was a little echoey. Like I said, I'm working on it, but I will see you next week. Don't forget to get into the Two Wild Orchids Facebook group and over to the website where you can have way more fun with way more content, things you've never seen or heard from me before. All right, as I get out of here, don't forget I'm going to do me, and I want you to do you. And together, man, we're doing a fabulous us. I am loving 2021. Can't wait to see what happens next.